casual. Yeah, so welcome works. to Hercules Performance Physical Therapy Podcast. We have Dr. Brittany Hughes here. Hello. She's a chiropractor. I'm going to let her just tell us a little bit about you. What I Go do. for it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, like you said, I'm a chiropractor. I focus a lot on not only getting patients out of pain, but making sure that they know that pain isn't what I'm chasing. So just because you come in with a pain signal does not mean that that's exactly what I'm going to treat. Um, I want you to be functioning overall at the highest amount. And I also want you to focus on having health and health is very important. Just because you don't have pain doesn't mean that you're healthy. Sure. So we want to really focus on just getting you better, not only feeling better, but functioning better. What do you mean by functioning better? So where you don't have any interferences in the nervous system, where you're not having like GERD after you eat, where you're not having issues going to sleep, where you're not having all these different kind of things that can happen when you have those interferences in the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So when we do the adjustments and we clear them, that's when you're functioning at the highest amount that you can be. And that's whenever you're, you know, functioning at the optimal support. Sure. Have you found um, patients say to you that, they actually are sleeping a little better after some of these adjustments and 100%. manipulations. Like, give us a like proper wording what you would oh, yeah. say because. So, for example, here, yeah. um, you know, I'm not going to use names, sure. but I had this two-year-old baby come in, and the mother was at her wits' end. She had been to the pediatrician a million times. He's having extreme night terrors, like to the point to where he's waking up six to seven times a night, mm -hmm. screaming bloody murder and crying. And so the parents aren't sleeping. His sister, that's a baby, newborn, isn't sleeping. He's not sleeping. The whole family's a mess. This has been going on for months. And every single night he has night terrors. So she, finally, the pediatrician was like, I don't know what else to do. Sure. Bring him to a chiropractor. So what I did is I did a full assessment on him. I made sure everything was good. I went all the way back to his birth. Like I was asking the mother all these questions. Did you use forceps? Did you have a vaginal birth? Did you sure. have a C-section? You know, really going in depth. Well, once we were done with the history, uh, basically, the little boy was terrified of doctors because he's been in and out of doctors since he was born because sure. of the night terrors, you know, the past six months. So I set him down on my table. I grabbed a, a pad kind of like this right here, and I gave him a pen. I said, draw me something fun. So he's sitting on the table. I said, Mommy, come sit in front of him. So she sits in front of him, and they're drawing, and I get behind him, and I grab my little activator, which is a tool that I use to adjust babies for the most part, and I show it to him. I'm like, look, you see this tool? Isn't it cool? And then I was like, Mom, let me see your hand. So I grabbed Mom's hand, and I adjusted the hand. And then I grabbed his hand and I did the same thing. So he was fine with it. Then we go and I start feeling the spine. He's sitting in front of me. I'm feeling, I'm feeling. And his C1, which is the first vertebrae in the spine, was severely rotated. So all I did was I grabbed right there. He grabbed my hand because it was painful because it's so badly rotated. Sure. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay. So I grabbed it, put my hand there, adjusted it. And he turned around and looked at me. And he turned around and gave me a hug. This little baby that is terrified of doctors, like absolutely was screaming bloody murder in my waiting room, gave me a hug. And then I went all the way down the spine, adjusted what needed to be adjusted. And then I told her, you know, come back in at the end of the week. Mm -hmm. I want to see how he responded. I know he's going to respond well, but I just want to hear it from you sure. to make sure. She comes back in three days later. She gave me a hug. He hasn't had a night terror since. Awesome. He slept throughout the night and it was something that simple, you know, just a rotation of the yeah. atlas and getting that fixed, it makes a huge difference. So that it happens in babies, it happens in adults. So it's the same thing. We have the same amount of vertebrae, whether we're a newborn, whether we're sure. 82 years old. Yeah. So bone is there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we don't grow new bone over age. <laughs> I think that's a testament to looking outside what the traditional idea of is like, okay, I have night terrors, right? I need to go see a doc. I need to go yep. see all this. And those are definitely part of the plan of care, right? But yep. using these other sources that 
our research they're based and this yep. they're repeatable it's happening like Makes seek them deal. out that's really cool right yeah. and where all you need to do right is mm -hmm. have you and Adjust 15 minutes or so yeah. and walk out no night terrors that's exactly. awesome it was crazy like i was i would think like you know maybe he might have one or no not one sense and i mean it just makes a huge deal my biggest thing is the way i look at healthcare nowadays which i learned this when i went to a seminar up in colorado not mm -hmm. too long ago we no longer have a healthcare system we have a sick care system. Absolutely. So you go to the hospital for something small, like let's say high blood pressure. Guess what? They put you on high blood pressure meds. Why do you have high blood pressure? They don't know. I'm just going to put you on meds. Mm -hmm. Then guess what? There's a side effect of that med. So now you're on another one. Then you're on another one. Then you're on another one. And it's just a downhaul, you know, fall. Yeah. And so we no longer have a health care system. Our health care system is our alternative medicine, physical therapy, chiropractic, mm -hmm. massage therapy, yeah. acupuncture. That's your health care. What do we do? We look at the root cause of what's going on. Why do you have high blood pressure? Oh, the segment that innervation to your heart is out. Let me adjust that. Guess what? Your blood pressure goes down. It's, it's simple. I mean, it's science. It's there. Sure. It's evidence-based. It's just a matter of getting that knowledge out there to where people know that there's an alternative to medicine. And the alternative is healthcare, not sick care. Sure. I mean, just when you even look at what some of the gyms are doing these days and like advocating for like, look, this stuff exists where yeah you're have high blood pressure and all this like exercise that kind of stuff the alternative exactly. medicine like that is how we will correct and create a healthcare system as you say exactly. right instead of a sick care and there's a lot of dominoes that you need to fall yeah. first but it's starting right you can yep. even notice in a small area like vero here that may be a little bit more traditional and whatnot yep. like there are plenty of alternative providers that are adding some really cool stuff to the area yeah um i mean my favorite is um the fact that when people come in and they're like, I've tried everything. And I'm like, good, I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did because now, guess what? I'm your last hope and I'm going to get you better and then you're going to regret trying everything else. Yeah. Like, that's just the main thing. And diet, diet is huge, as sure. you know. Like, 90% of weight loss is diet. So people are eating like crap and they get high cholesterol. And you're like, they go take a medicine for it. And I'm like, that, that is defeating the whole purpose yeah. of this. Like, not, not fixing the root cause at all. Exactly. The yeah. root cause is what you really need to focus on. Sure. And oftentimes, in a lot of cases, it takes longer than people want, right? But exactly. there are ways, like what you do, some of the stuff that I do, where you can kind of break the cycle a little quicker, mm -hmm. and then that'll allow you to do the big things you need, like diet, nutrition, right? Yep. Are you sleeping? Like, exactly. can you sleep, right? And if it's something where you can't, like, that story you told earlier, earlier, right? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it's a huge difference. And I mean, something that small can make a huge change in your life. Absolutely. So, I mean, we're not always chasing pain. It can be something that's not pain related. It can be, you know, like I said, neuropathy issues. It can be cholesterol, high blood pressure. That's not necessarily painful. Sure. Does it make you an unhealthy person? Correct. Yeah. So we want you to function correctly. We want you to be at optimal health. Okay. And so just just because you're not in pain doesn't mean you don't need to see a chiropractor. Like I have patients all the time when they come in, I'm like, how are you feeling? And they're like, oh, well, I wouldn't be here if I was feeling better. And I'm like, well, no, that's not the case. <laughs> like sure. chiropractic was originally made to be a um, like alternative. It's supposed to be preventative health. Yeah. So we're supposed to prevent you from getting sick, prevent you from having these issues. Now it's kind of changed to being pain source. So you have pain, you go to a chiropractor. No, you, that shouldn't be that. It's like when you drive your car, right? So you get a brand new car, you drive it 6,000 miles. Mm -hmm. You don't just keep driving it until it breaks and then take it to the mechanic. You go get an oil change, yeah. you get your tires rotated. 
You do maintenance on your car to keep it from breaking. Why do we treat our car so well, but our body so bad? So we don't do these maintenance, these checkups on our so, body when this is the only one you have. You can crash your car and go get another sure. one. This is all that you have. Yeah. You're gone, you're gone. And so why don't we do maintenance on our bodies? Instead, we do maintenance on our vehicles. We treasure those so much. And then we only check on us whenever we're in pain, which pain is very subjective, obviously. Absolutely. And it's also very strange in the sense that it's the last thing that comes with an injury and the first thing that leaves. So with that being said, a repetitive trauma injury, so say you work at a desk all day and you're constantly hunched over and you're using your mouse way out here and then you end up with shoulder pain and neck pain and back pain, that didn't come the first day you started your job. Mm -hmm. That came six years after. Absolutely. So it's the last thing that comes with an injury, but it's also the first thing that leaves. So just because you're not in pain doesn't mean that you're better. Mm -hmm. You're still unstable because the, you have pain. That's the first sign of instability. So with that being said, just because the pain's gone doesn't mean that you're stabilized. So once the pain is gone, you move on to the next step, which is stabilization, which is where PT comes into play, where we work on your biomechanics. So instead of sitting like this and working like this, you're sitting like this and working with your, your wrist cocked up. So that makes a huge difference. So biomechanics, physical therapy, massage, acupuncture, chiropractic, it's all hand yeah, in hand. Absolutely. And it's, it's a synergistic thing, right? There's mm -hmm. certain things that you guys do, right? That uh, you look at it from a slightly different angle, but yep. I believe the way to really move the healthcare system forward is right. You need all these different angles that yep. create this like big pie, right? And, yep. and that creates the whole healthcare model in a yeah, sense. Yeah, it sure does. Um, I wanted to kind of pick on, we, I use the phrase often lagging indicator for pain where mm -hmm. it, it really is. It's like the check engine light, but your oil, oil's already down or whatnot. You've already yep. been driving 50,000 miles. You get people, like I had someone the other day who walked in and like, oh, I, I changed my routine or life up about a year ago, but now I'm having pain. Like, that's not super uncommon. Like, it's hard to put two and two together, yep. but big changes, sometimes they take a while to yep. basically happen into pain, right? And exactly. However, that movement dysfunction, the stuff that you were doing that may have caused it, could have been a long time ago. Exactly. Part of your daily exactly. pattern, that's, right? That's the biggest thing is I not only ask, what were you doing when the injury started? It's what did you do for the last 10 years of Absolutely. your life? Absolutely. And I mean, movement is so important, you know, from what you do every sure. single day. So when I see an ex-athlete come into my office and they trained, you know, they trained their body to be able to play, let's just say soccer for 18, 19 years of their life. They go off to college and they have a sedentary lifestyle because they're not playing in college anymore. Then they come to me and they're like, why am I in pain now that I'm not playing anymore? Because you're not moving. Yeah. Like you're sitting at a desk all day studying you're laying in a little bitty cot in your dorm, like everything adds up. And when you train your body to have that elasticity to play soccer, your knees, your, your hips, everything, and you stop, you're going to go backwards. Absolutely. So you got to keep moving. Movement is so important. Isn't it funny that you, you see these injuries and they, they start like occurring at a higher frequency. You, yeah. you think like, 35 to 40, you start seeing people achy and soreness and they say you hit 30 and like yeah. things are breaking down. But when you look at it, like you're way less active. You're not really doing that much harm other than yep. maybe sitting in bad positions or whatever. So why is it that at 25 when you're running around slamming yourself into stuff, right? You're fine, but later, yeah, there's an age thing, but could just be that you stop moving, right? Exactly. You stop doing what your body was meant to do. Yep, it's huge. I mean, my first thing when I have like a 75-year-old come into my office, he's like, I can't play golf anymore. And I'm like, well, I'm going to get you back to playing golf. Sure. It's I'm not that person that's going to say, don't play golf anymore. I'm going to say, take a step back for two weeks. 
let's get you better Absolutely. and then let's ease back into it because movement is important. Absolutely. There's a reason why, you know, these athletes, they're able to keep doing what they're doing because they're moving. Yeah. Like it's, it, you go backwards when you stop. So, and I, I think that brings up a really good point in the sense of even if we have to remove ourselves from the sport for a little while, that does not mean, hey, we're not doing anything, right? Exactly. And it, it could also be, hey, maybe we're not using the driver, right? Something with a long axis, basically yep. a lot of torque on the back. Maybe, hey, we're just putting for the next few weeks. But exactly. the fact that you're out there moving, mm -hmm. there's a pain relief effect just to exercise that like high you get yep. in the middle of a workout. That's your body's way of being, pumping. that's your body's way of saying, we like this, keep yeah, doing this job. for some exactly. reason, right? Yep. I mean, there's such thing as a good sore. Yes, you know what I mean? Like absolutely. After a good workout, you want to be sore. Mm -hmm. And that's a good sore. You feel great when you're, I mean, it sucks going upstairs, but it's a great sore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I thought I was the only weirdo that no, like the it. soreness <laughs> of the stage. That like little that's bit of quad know. soreness after a workout. I'm like, oh yeah, like, that's good. good. Yeah. There's definitely the kind where you're like, I can't stand up yeah. too much, but it's rare. Yeah, that yep. good sore. That's what you want. Yes, absolutely. I got them in the calves right now from the dubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brittany, give me a couple just like fun little, I'm going to ask you some fun little tidbits okay. about chiropractic. So one I often get is what happens with a pop or, okay. or a crack yeah. that you may get. Yeah. So that popping, cracking sound, you know, I can take all these scientific words and put it into it, but I'm just going to be simple. It's a gas release. Okay. So you hear that? Yep. That's a release of gas. So what the adjustment does is it kind of opens up the synovial fluid. And when it does that, if there's any gas in there, it releases. Sure. So a lot of times, if you get an adjustment and you don't hear a pop, doesn't mean it didn't move. It just means that you didn't have any gas built up. Mm -hmm. So the gas builds up whenever you have two segments that are kind of like this. Okay. When one turns and it's stuck, gas forms in the synovial fluid. So when we adjust it back, that gas releases and it makes that pop. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love the sound mm -hmm. of that. Like I am a definitely crack addict. Yeah. But when it comes to making the sound versus getting the thing to move. Sure. I focus more on getting movement, mm -hmm. but I do love the sound. Yeah, the, the sound is good. It, <laughs> yeah. it, like it just gives you that little bit of feedback. Like, sure oh, does. you got it. Yes, you know? exactly. Even though we know that's not necessarily yeah. what's going yeah. on. It's just a good correlate I there. Like it. It, it's one of those things, you know, you just get some thrill out of it. Yeah. Because the patients hear it, they feel better. Yeah. Know. A great uh, audible response. <laughs> there's, there's a phrase that my family always said growing up when we were playing sports, look good, play good. It's kind of yep, sound, sound exactly. good, play good, <laughs> exactly. whatever it is. Just like that. <laughs> so let's say you get that pop. You don't get the pop. You get adjusted, manipulated. What is kind of course for action after that? What would you say are best practices? So I have three steps to recovery. Cool. First step is get you out of pain. So I don't chase pain, but if you're in pain, I'm going to try to decrease sure. it. So let's get you out of pain. Second phase is let's stabilize that instability that you got going on. The fact that there's pain there means that you're unstable. You wouldn't have pain if you were completely stabilized. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you have pain means you're unstable. So second step is stabilize. Stabilize is where you come into play. That's where you do functional uh, strengthening. That's where you do biomechanic training. We give you small exercises to do at home, you know, all these little things. And after stabilization, it's pretty much maintenance. You know, every once in a while, get your car oil changed, yep. basically. And so that's kind of the three steps that I try to go through. Um, my goal isn't to see patients every day for the rest of their life. Sure. There's some chiropractors that you walk into their office. The first thing they say is, oh, you have pain? Yeah, that's going to take me about three times a week for four weeks, seven times or two times a week for seven weeks. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you're on a six-month plan. Sure. If it takes you six months to get out of pain, pain get out of that office because mm -hmm. you're not in the right one. Yep. So basically, you just need to focus on those three steps. And every patient's different. 
somebody that's active like you, if you were in pain, it might take you two adjustments and you're better. Mm -hmm. Like you're out of pain. Then we work on stabilizing. But if it's somebody that is, you know, 75, they've reached all options they can. They're on pain medicine every single day. They come into my office. It's going to take them a couple weeks. Yeah. So you have to structure the three, three phase plan to each patient. So when every patient comes to your office, they get the same plan. Yep. That's terrible chiropractic care, if you ask me. And all that is, is money. All they're wanting is money out of your pocket. But my thing is, is if you focus on getting the patient better, getting them out of pain, stabilizing them, putting them on maintenance to come in every once in a while, they're going to tell other patients. Oh, absolutely. Your, your office is going to be booming and you're not going to be worried about, you know, do I have to pay the rent? Do I have to do this? You're going to be more focused on patients. And when you start focusing on patients, you see a huge change in your office. Sure. Whenever you're giving out those stupid care plans that are six months long for every single patient with the exact same weeks, like yeah. spread out frequency, that's the wrong way to do it. Sure. I've seen many chiropractors do that and it just makes me want to shake my head very hard. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I think you know, the model has kind of changed over the years, right? And there's more like, hey, like you make someone feel better, you make them better, you make them move better, fix their root cause, they're mm -hmm. going to come back to you later. Exactly. Active people are going to throw stuff out, right? Like it's part mm -hmm. of life. And if you do a good job and you can get them out and yep. out of that pain quickly, like, that's only a more testament to how good you are, right? Exactly. And yep. They'll come back. Exactly. <laughs> they want to work thing. with you. Yeah. That's my thing. Is like I always tell patients when they first come in, I'm like, I'm not that chiropractor that wants to see you every day for the rest mm -hmm. of your life. You may be fun. You may be cool. You may make me laugh. We may have a great time in my office, but I want to get you better. Sure. Like that's the whole reason why you came to me. So why do I want to see you that many times when mm -hmm. I know you don't need it? So that's that's my biggest thing. I even have friends um, that I have down in West Palm and anytime they hurt themselves, they text me and I'm like, okay, let me look it up and I'll look up chiropractors in the area. And I'm like, okay, this one, no, this one, no, this one, no, this one, maybe. And then I'll send them there. They go, they come back to me and they're like, okay, they want me to do this. And I'm like, mm, no, mm -hmm. that's not good. Go to somebody else. Like, it's just so hard to find a good chiropractor that wants to get you better and doesn't want to just drain your pockets. Sure. And that's, that's where I structure my entire business model around is that I want to get you better. I don't look at the money side of anything, like at all. Even at the beginning of practicing, I tried to take myself out of it mm -hmm. and just say, look, I don't even care how much it takes. I'm gonna get you better. And you know, at the beginning, yeah, it kind of sucked because I was really slow, but I got patients better. Sure. And then now it's picking up because why? Because I'm getting them better. Yeah. And that's what people want, right? Mm -hmm, exactly. That's why they're there. Exactly. Um, sometimes you lose sight of that. I think you, you're told to go to the doctor, go do these things, and you yep. have to versus like what, like when you go to buy something, right? Yep. You, you buy the TV because you want to sit around and watch the game, right? Mm -hmm. When you go to these places because you want to get better and be exactly. able to play with your grandkids and go golf and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. you got to keep that goal in mind exactly. at the end of the day. And the goal is not to become a professional, go to these offices, right? Exactly. It's to yep. figure out what we need to take care of our body long term. Exactly. No, 100%. Do you have any other fun tidbits for us, Brittany? Um, I mean, just stay active. You know yeah. how important that is. Like, Absolutely. And, you know, we work hand in hand with what we do. I mean, there's many of things that I can't do inside my office um, that I have to send to you for because that's what your specialty is. And that's the thing is like, you need to know your scope of practice. Absolutely. I know what I can and cannot do. Once I get somebody that stabilization process, 
I can give them a little bit here and there, but if they need more, they need to go get something from someone else. Sure. Like that's the thing is know your scope of practice. Yeah. And we work really well together, right? Because yeah. there are there are people who really do, they need what you do. And it's a great way to like, hey, like she knows what she's doing. Yeah. First of all, spine, there's a whole lot of stuff that run through there. Oh, and, yeah. and a lot of times you get adjust and manipulate, right? You feel better in general to nervous system reset. Exactly. Even more so than like a replace, like a putting stuff back in place, maybe exactly, the simplest yep. way. And tell people that is an awesome time to now go, hey, this thing was hurting for so long. Let's break that cycle. Exactly. And then go load it. Because you're going to yeah. feel a lot better. And better yet, you're going to move better, right? Exactly. You can load in good feel positions. Better, better. Yeah. And we just, we need that help to get there, exactly. right? So that's, that's where you come into play. Like the little jump start to get you back up yes. where you need to be. Jump start. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, it all goes, <laughs> it all plays together. Everything goes back to a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you got to jump start your car sometimes, sometimes your body needs it too. <laughs> I love that analogy. Yeah. It's, it's easy to comprehend. It is. And that's the thing. You got to be able to break it down to where other people can understand it because sure. I could come in here and talk all scientifically to you all day long and you would get it. But all these people watching, yeah. you're going to have a million comments like never allow her back again. <laughs> I think you even see that trend with chiropractic physical therapy where we have this really cool thing where we can operate just on the outskirts of like traditional medicine yep. and we can focus on like hey we're going to tell you what's going on it doesn't have to be complicated exactly. it really doesn't exactly um, you just know when the complicated stuff sometimes just makes it a little harder yeah no so. it definitely does the more the patient understands about what's going on with their body the yeah. more likely they are to feel Absolutely. better and, and stick to the plan buy in yep yeah. exactly so like if you can break it down. Like I have a little model of a disc herniation. It's a perfect, like two vertebrae and a little sponge in between. Right. And I use that model so many times that I'm pretty sure I got to buy like six more yep. because I'm running around to each room trying to find it whenever I have a patient come in that has a disc injury because I want them to see what's going on. Sure. Like if they know what's going on, they're more likely to get better. Absolutely. And so there's been many a times, like I always use the analogy of I explain what I'm doing and why I'm doing it when I'm adjusting mm -hmm. because I hate going into a doctor's office and not knowing what they're doing and why they're doing it. Sure. Like how many times have you gone to the doctor's office and they just start drawing blood? Why are you drawing blood? What are you looking for? Don't you need a reason to do what you're doing? Sure. Oh, it's just, we, we do it on every patient. Why? You know, like, but what are you looking for? Sure. And it, it, the same thing is it, when you take your dog to the vet, you go in there and you'll walk out with a $700 bill and don't even know what happened. Mm-hmm. They gave your dog a treat. Next thing you know, you're paying 800 bucks. Like it's insane. So tell me what you're doing. Sure. Tell me why you're doing it and tell me what you're looking for. So that's exactly what I do when a patient comes into my office. Mm -hmm. I walk them through the entire adjustment. I don't care if they've been to chiropractors every single day since they were mm -hmm. born. I want you to know what I'm doing and why. Absolutely. And so I walk them through it. And then after that, I'm like, okay, you should feel better. And if you don't, let's bring you back in. Let's get this assessed. Let's figure out what's worked best for your body because every spine is different. Yep. So the way you respond isn't how I respond, isn't how Joe down the street responds. So figure out how you respond and treat that way. Yeah. You got it. You got to see what's in front of you. Exactly. Make it as simple as and possible. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany, how can we find you? Where you at? So um, I am at Riverside Chiropractic. It's located here in Vero Beach. We are right down the road from you now. Yep. We used to be next door. But we just moved to a bigger location because we're growing so exponentially. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> um, which I can't wait for you to come see it. Yes, I'll um, be over there hopefully in the next couple of days. Yeah, we actually just moved <laughs> yesterday. So we're still trying to work out the kinks, you know, ran into a little road bumps here and there, but we're guys, getting there. You guys are seeing patients there. Yes, correct? yes. Okay. Started yesterday, which whew, was rough, but we did it. Okay. <laughs> we made it through. Um, I also learned that there's a long way around and then a short way. And I always ended up taking the long way. So I hit all my steps by okay. noon. Um, well, 
which was good, but like, what the heck? Um, but yeah, so I'm at Riverside Chiropractic. It's down the road. Um, it's the building number is 777 37th Street. Um, you can reach out to me uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, anything like that. Look up the office, call the office line. I'll be glad to talk to you. I'll throw all your info in the show notes. So anyone Perfect. who needs you will find it and just click Perfect. that link in the bottom. See, I think he knows easiest. all this. Uh, we know what's easier is just click that link. Ain't that true? Yes. If it's not clickable, it's uh, worthless. Exactly. <laughs> Brittany, it was awesome talking it to you. It was a pleasure. And go see her. Yeah, thank you. Yeah.